0: It's time. Uh it's time I tell that story that I don't think I've ever told anybody. Um on social media. Uh it's time I tell the story about how I um almost ended it all for myself. Um i don't think anybody really knows this story i don't even think my family knows this story so i mean fucking surprise shawday um this is a serious topic and i'm not trying to make light of the situation whatsoever um but I don't know why I never told this story. I think it's a very uncomfortable story and I I think I'm still trying to process how I was feeling in those moments and if um if I really even would have actually gone through with what I was thinking of doing. Um and I guess there's a piece of me and maybe this is trauma related, but there's a piece of me that wants to um, water down my feelings and dumb and invalidate my own feelings. And that's what I consistently do. But, um, I did a, a, a I did a thing on, on Instagram, if you're not following me on Instagram, you should be, where, um, people can say or ask anything that they want. And it's completely anonymous. And somebody asked me what my worst day was, and it brought up a memory of mine where, um, I could have, let's just say that I could have absolutely and thought about absolutely ending it all for myself, i.e. killing myself. Um, I'd reached a very low point in my life. Um, And I, and to be honest, I think that's why I'm so behind now at 33 years old. I'm just figuring out what I want to do with my life. I'm just really getting started and I'm okay with where I'm at. But when I, when I look back, I recognize that the reason why I am where I'm at right now and other people who are my age are so much further along is because I dealt with a lot of trauma, um, relationship trauma and I think I'm still unpacking a lot of that. You know, when when you go when you when you're in a toxic, abusive relationship for years upon years, it does tend to change your brain composition, right? Um, And that sort of chipping away at you, and that sort of dumbing you down, and continually making yourself feel small for another person to feel big. Um, does a number on you and your brain composition, you know? So I think, I think it, honestly, I genuinely think it delayed me a little bit. I think I delayed myself. I think I got in my way a lot. Um, I can't just blame it on that situation. There's a lot that goes into it. I think I self-sabotaged a lot, but, um, I'd reached a really low point in my life. My ex and I were, um, Where we, we were talking, she was basically, you know, I I touched on this story, the entire story of my ex, um, in, I think, like, episode two of this podcast, right, so if you want to go back to that, you totally can, um, but we were broken up for three years, but for three years, she genuinely had me on a leash, um, and was actually, I think that was probably when she was the most abusive um, and the most unkind was was during that three year period. But when you're consistently experiencing that for three years, it takes a toll on you. And so um, something had happened where I was towing the line with her because I genuinely wanted to be back with her. And she was Just keeping me on a leash, um, like dangling me on a string, basically for three years. This went on, um, and I think a year and a half into this dangling, I genuinely had convinced myself, or maybe she had convinced me, or gaslit me, whatever it was, that something was going to that the needle was going to move, and so I just needed to stay put and hang on and hold on to this person and continue dealing with the the shit I was dealing with because that was my karma for hurting her. Or, you know, I I, I was convinced of this. And then I, I was also convinced that if I was doing it, she was doing it. You know, it's it you reach this level when you're in a very abusive, toxic relationship, you reach this level of delirium where you actually think I mean it's really like when you're being gaslit like that's what it is you know it's it is delirium the person purposely makes you feel um delirious and and your 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 sense of reality becomes skewed because it's a it's a false reality and so my reality at the time was that I was going to wait around and toe the line, and do whatever I had to do, and cut off friends, and not date, even though I was single, um, I was going going to still hone in all of my energy onto her, so that she knew, so that I could prove to her how much I wanted her, and how worthy I was of her love, all the while continuing to be pushed pushed down, and pushed down, and pushed down, and pushed down, and made to feel like I was not good enough, and again, even a year and a half of this sort of abuse um, really takes a toll on somebody. And so I'd found out at this particular moment in time that I thought that she wanted to work things out because I figured you're stringing me. at At the time, it wasn't you're stringing me along. At the time, it was you're keeping in contact with me. You don't want me to talk to anybody else. You're still telling me what to do so that obviously means you want to be with me obviously means you don't want to be with anybody else if you don't want me to be with anybody else that was my train of thought and then I had found out now keep in mind I was in a very fragile place at this point because I was in the thick of the abuse that I was dealing with um and and listen when I say abuse I say I I mean abuse like I'm not I'm not over exaggerating she might still like you know say to this day like that's an over exaggeration it's not it's abuse it was gaslighting it was abuse it was emotional abuse there's no other way around it um does it mean she's a bad person no um i see the divinity in everybody and i don't think she's a bad person at all and i wish her the best in life Um, But I wish her the best in life very far away from me (laughs) Um, for the rest of her life and mine. Um, Because, you know, I had a second I had a second go around with her and just realized that uh, sneaky games were just it's just a part of what she does. Um, And again, does it make her a bad person? No, that's just what she does and how she deals with situations. That's not good enough for me. So I cut it off uh, right after my grandmother passed away in March. Probably around April, May was when I was like, "Mm, mm, you know what? I'm sensing some unhealthy patterns from you and uh, you got to go. And so I cut her off. But anyway, going back to the story at hand um yes this was a very abusive situation and when you are in that situation if anybody knows anything about being in that sort of toxic abuse situation you you are left very uh, vulnerable is not even a word um bare completely stripped of your own skin you don't know who you are anymore I, i wish i could explain it in a way that could actually allow another person who's never experienced it to somewhat experience it. But then at the same time, I would never want anybody to experience that sort of feeling. And so I was left in this really raw and vulnerable place, cut off from my support system, because I was made to believe that my support system were all pieces of shit, um, toxic pieces of shit, that were worthless and so I started to believe this about the people around me and so I started to distrust the people around me because remember the only person you can trust is me the only person who's good for you is me everybody else is this and that and whatever and so I started to believe it and while I will say there are definitely some codependency issues with me and my family that have yet to well they're they're unraveling as we speak um my family is not toxic annoying yes um immature absolutely (laughs) toxic untrustworthy no if i needed any single one of my family members they would be there in a heartbeat and i still to this day have trust issues with them because of of everything maybe not i mean i think it goes beyond that situation but I think it's residual trust issues even with my mom and like my sister and stuff. Anywho, um, so I had found out that she was, I don't know, she went on a date with somebody and that just completely, when you are that vulnerable and that much of a codependent state, it just completely threw me over the edge and so my mother and my aunt were living here my aunt was living here at the time and I was doing music heavily at the time um and I had taken a sabbatical from the job that I was working at my mental health was just down the drain at this point like in every sense of the word I was at a job that I was miserable at that I used to that would give me anxiety and panic attacks literally sitting in the fucking parking lot of this place. I, I literally had gotten to the point where I was debilitated. I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't go to the job. So I had no choice but to take a fucking sabbatical, right? And then throughout that sabbatical, I was like, okay, well, then I want to hone in on my create creativity and really the things that I love while I have this time out of work to try and really get myself back together. And so I was going all in with music and writing and all of that and i was doing shows and i was writing for this person and i was writing for that producer and it was great on the outside um but i was dying on the fucking inside because of everything my mental health was just just like it it, it was nowhere to be found i was in the deepest darkest trenches of depression that you could think of uh, that you could think of Uh, The Tory that you see in front of you, if you're watching this on video on YouTube, um, the Tory you see in front of you was not that Tory. Two different, completely different fucking people. Physically, I was in the worst shape of my life. Mentally, I was in the worst shape of my life. And everything in between. So I found out that, you know, she was keeping her options open and now after three years of dating somebody and like complete loyalty to a person and really genuinely genuinely wholeheartedly wanting to work things out with her under like finding out that that person that you think is doing the same thing that you're doing and like that y'all are going to work things out it just kind of throws you over the edge you know especially when you've purposely endured all of the abuse that they've thrown your way um it just it just threw me for a complete curveball and i snapped and i took all of my music equipment my laptop everything i didn't tell anybody where i was going i got in my car not even a change of clothes um, i cried the entire way three hours drive to connecticut to a hotel that me and her used to stay in um when we would we would get when we we were together we would stay at this particular hotel in connecticut just to get away for like the weekends or whatever because we were both very busy um when we were together working full time in school full time both of us so like we would go to this hotel and and just get away and i booked like i literally just same day booked a room at this hotel told nobody where i was going i just left my house like out the back door nobody knew where the fuck i was going nobody knew where i was they just assumed i was in my room um and i had every intentions on um you know i I don't know what i intended on doing i had every intention on drinking myself into a coma I can tell you that as far as dying, um, as far as killing myself, to me, it was, I was playing Russian roulette and I was okay with that. I had every intentions on drinking a bottle to my face by myself and whatever, and, and really just rolling the dice and whatever happened was going to happen. Um, I had made a video about it and you know cuz at the time i was doing youtube and um i had a channel that i was growing like the channel now i don't it's so stupid i don't even use it has 51,000 subscribers and i do nothing with it now but i was building that channel at the time and um i'd made a video just literally sitting in front of this camera <laughs> Uh, fucking crying (laughs) just upset Um, like just I just laid it all bare on camera and I still have the video um, in my Google Drive and I don't know maybe I'll share it on patreon just you know so so y'all can get the raw footage I definitely don't want to show it to the public so, if you're a patron, maybe I'll share that with you guys. It is very it is a rough video to watch um because you can see how defeated and sad I was. Um, but I think it's necessary to watch because doing that was basically what what saved me. Like I ended up not drinking that night. I ended up calling my dad, I think. And, and telling him, like, this is my location. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. Don't tell anybody I'm here. Um, I'll be all right. <laughs> and, you know, I scared him. and Obviously, he didn't listen. I think he did tell my mom where I was. Um, I, I scared my family a lot. But I chose... To do the right thing by the grace of God, by whatever it was, by my own willpower, my own innate intuition, to stay on this planet for whatever fucking reason um I really wanted to die um i i didn't I wasn't at the point where this is why i don't I don't say like attempted suicide like I don't say that ever whenever I talk about it I I just don't I don't say that and like the reason why I don't say it is because I don't classify it as that um it was just me reaching a really low point in my life and wanting to not be here anymore but not actually taking maybe it was like a passive attempt you know i i know there are different types of attempts and i'm not trying to trigger anybody but i definitely think it's something that i've been avoiding talking about because um it's embarrassing it makes me feel weak as a human being not now well yeah maybe a little bit i know that i'm not the same person that i was when i was in that position and thank god for that um thank god that i grew and learned from all of that and everything that i've ever gone through and and, it, and that shit just made me a stronger person but it is something that is embarrassing for me to talk about because i feel as though like i guess there's a piece of me that still beats myself up for allowing somebody else to take that sort of mental and emotional control over me like i relinquished my control to another person so much so that their actions affected me wanting to potentially not be here anymore um and i think when you go through trauma you're consistently your feelings are consistently dumbed i don't even think i've told my therapist this maybe maybe in the very beginning But, you know, one thing I've learned by being in therapy um, and this is one of the reasons why I'm going into social work, because my therapist is a social worker and she fucking changed my life. You know, Um, one thing I've learned is that when you are when you are a child of trauma and then an adult of trauma, part of that trauma is consistently being invalidated with your feelings and so every single thing that I have gone through in my life, from dealing with my alcoholic stepmother, who was very verbally and physically abusive, to being bullied in school, um, which was very verbally and physically abusive, and then being in a relationship as an adult with somebody who was mainly verbally abusive, but it had gotten physical at times, and um, The consistencies that I see with those three is invalidation of feelings. And so every single thing like I was invalidating until therapy, like this present day therapist that I have right now, I was dumbing down the trauma I went through with my stepmother, you know, and and having to deal from a very young age with an abusive alcoholic from the time I was eight years old until the time I was old enough to say, Dad, I don't want to go to your house anymore. And it's still triggering to this day because my father still enables her and she's still very much so an active addict and she's been to rehab three times this fucking year and hasn't, and has, it has not stuck. Um, and she's still abusive and she's still in that abusive cycle and my father still does nothing about it. And so it's triggering even as an adult to see it and it honestly makes me resent my father right but what i'm trying to say is you're so invalidated when you go through all that trauma that you invalidate yourself you learn to invalidate yourself like mm, it's not that big of a deal nothing's that big of a deal alcoholic stepmother who is verbally and physically abusive nah, not that big of a deal you know because that's what I was fucking told by them. That's what I was told by her. Still to this day, she can't admit that she abused us, you know? I mean, I've confronted her. It's happened. Whatever. Um, Maybe I'll tell that story. Um, But I think that's what I'm doing here is invalidating the fact that that was a very traumatic experience and i was in a very vulnerable and raw place and i felt like i had nobody because essentially i didn't i didn't know how to spread my wings because my wings were clipped by somebody who wanted control over me and had every ounce of it um and i didn't i wanted i i did want to die i didn't want to be here you know and it's it's crazy when I think about it because, um, you know, it w- then at that point, like I think to myself, there was once a time in my life where I didn't want to be here. And now I'm at a place in my life where I'm grateful that I stayed. I'm grateful that I still had that voice left in my head to say, no, Tori, you don't really wanna do this. You're just, you just feel like there's no way out of this situation. But if you just hold on a little longer, Tori, I promise you, things are gonna get better. You're gonna meet new people. You're gonna fall in love again. You're gonna, uh, the life will be breathed back into you, you know? Um and i've met people along the way who breathed that life into me and 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 without those people i wouldn't have gotten through it you know i rebuilt my support systems and i rebuilt my relationships with certain people and then other other people i left those relationships where they stood because to be honest she was right about a couple people you know what i'm saying so you know it's like it's it's like it's like if you have um a bowl filled with 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 um M&Ms and one of them is a marble and you take a handful you're going to or like a couple of them are are marbles and you take a handful of those marbles all right you're bound to get maybe one in there right so like was it like oh she was right because she was looking out for my best interest no it was she was right just because she was picking off every single person in my life that was around me and so she just happened to have gotten it right a couple of times um but the point i'm trying to make is and i guess the reason why I think it's time for me to make this episode is because i'm trying to accept it not accept it i mean it happened years ago what was it 2017 i'm trying to own it right like okay tori that was where you were and this is where you are now and it's okay it's okay that you got to that point it's okay that you had reached such a low point in your life that you you at for even for a split second, didn't think there was any other way out other than just dying. Um, and it's okay that you there was a piece of you that did that as a cry out for 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 not attention but a cry out for help. Because you felt like you had nobody and no support system, right? I've lost people in my life. I've lost my grandmother. I've lost my best friend. Like, let's be fucking real, guys. Y'all know that I lost my best friend at some point. Uh, somebody who meant a whole heap of a lot to me, right? That was She was one of the people who did breathe life back into me. And um, I've refrained from talking about it because, you know, for a time it just didn't feel right to talk about it. But fuck it, this is my show, and there's I, I, I'm not. I have no intentions on saying anything bad. Um, I have only good things to say about her, actually. Um, but I lost her, and that was a big loss in my life. You know that that friendship going away was huge to me um, and and in some instances I still feel it to this day you know like the, the loss of that friendship I think I'll always feel it but what has always gotten me through even with and I would say honestly even losing that best friend Um, I'm not gonna say a name y'all can fucking speculate all you want <laughs> but even losing that best friend was probably more painful, and left more of a fucking void than losing my ex. Because when I lost my ex, and things, the ties were finally severed, I lost somebody who abused me. I lost somebody who was trying to control me. I lost the shackles. And so essentially, and again, it's nothing against her, but essentially, I losing that person made me start to see my freedom like holy shit wait a second I can live my life the way that I want to right and then losing that best friend was different that was just simply losing my best friend losing my support system losing my my rock my person and so it was more impactful in my life but the reason why I didn't you know get to a point with that loss where yeah i fucking went through a depression yes i had a really rough time yes a lot of my anxieties and panic attacks were due to losing that person right um and 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 the depression and not dealing with losing the loss of that person um but at the end of the day the reason why i didn't get to a point of like i want to end it all is because i had a support system i had my best my other best friends to lean on i had other friends to to talk to about my my feelings i had my therapist who obviously gave me the tools I needed to like just carry on I had my mother I didn't cut anybody off right and so I say all of this to say that um as much as what I went through was serious and nobody should ever get to nobody should ever make another person get to that low right um I understand that it does happen and i think we need to recognize that our support systems are probably the most important thing they're, they're our first line of defense and without them it would be a lot harder to dig ourselves out of a ditch. So when somebody's reaching out a helping hand, you fucking take it. Um. That's not the point of this podcast. I wanted to just tell my story and let y'all know, like. I am nowhere near where I used to be. Um, I have a long way to go. Like. Like career-wise and things like that well maybe not a long way I mean, like three fucking years but I mean some people might think that's a long time but like I have a ways to go before I get to where I want to be career-wise right but I'm taking the steps every single day um, I am nowhere near mentally and emotionally where I was I still have a lot of work to do with that like boundaries with people right? Setting boundaries, speaking my truth, speaking up when somebody does something to me that is unfair or unjust. That's something I'm working on every single fucking day in multiple situations when people are trying to take advantage of my energy or use me for this or use me for that. I, I try to just, instead of avoid, I try to speak up, right? So I'm nowhere near, my therapist would be yelling at me right now for saying this. I've come a long way. And I'm so proud of the progress that I've made. And I'm so, even from last year, even from this time last year, I was in a very vulnerable vulnerable state this time last year. Y'all, losing my best friend, like nobody gets it. Because why would I fucking talk about it? I didn't eat for two fucking weeks like not i did not put one ounce of food in my mouth for two weeks i lost 10 pounds in one week i remember i remember like going to one of my friend's houses and she was like um are you good and i was like i can't fucking eat i literally just i try to put food in my mouth and i can't that's where i was last year maybe a little bit over a year I'm not there anymore. Now I'm working on, okay, can I get to that point where I'm not eating anymore? You know what I'm saying? So this podcast episode is really just, if you're in a sticky spot, if you're in a place where you're kind of, you don't have the foresight to see the road ahead or see the light at the end of the tunnel, keep on fucking going. Why would you stop in hell? Why would you stop there? Keep going because shit does get better. Even when you think that it's the end of your fucking world and it, it'll, you'll never come back from it, it gets better. It's so cliche, but it fucking does. Life, let me, let me say it like this, life is like a wave. We experience life in waves and sometimes we feel like we're drowning and that is undoubtedly true right but you just have to trust that when you're in a downturn that just like the waves of the ocean they're that go in and come and come back out and vice and and and, and vice versa and Yeah, and vice versa, and go out and come back in, and they continue to do that. And no matter who's swimming in the ocean or who's watching, the the tide is going to do that. That's what life is like. Our moments in life are like the tides of the ocean. One minute it's high, next minute it's low. And so that person asked me, what was the lowest point in your life? What was the saddest day? What was the worst day of your life? I don't think about the worst day of my life. I don't have a worst day of my life. I have a lot of best days, though. And I think about those days. And I hold on to those days. And so that's all I wanted to say. <sighs> that's my story. Let me know, what what do y'all want to hear from me? Like, what questions do you guys have about this, about anything else? I'm ready to just talk about the shit. Uh, let me know. I love you guys very much. Um, if you're interested in coaching or anything like that, go to my website, toryfranco.com. I have packages. You can try me out. We can set up a discovery call free of charge. Uh, it's 15, 20 minute discovery call. It's over the phone. Um, just, you know, if you, If you're interested in coaching but you don't want to commit to anything yet, I have that. Uh, Email me, tori at torifranco.com if you are interested in a discovery call. I'm here. I love you guys very much and I will catch y'all in the next one. Peace out.